if you were to tell me what team was the worst team in baseball this entire series, Brewers in Oakland A's, you would have thought it was the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, that's how bad it's gotten for the Brewers these days. The Oakland A's, who, who are headed for disaster, they're the ones who are fighting and playing tough and playing hard all weekend. We'll get to that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Nothing surprises me at the Milwaukee Brewers anymore, but I certainly didn't expect them to get swept in a three-game series by a team coming in here with a record of 14-50. and 14-50. Some guys you just never heard of that team shouldn't be on a major league roster. And from watching the Oakland A's on the MLB package this season, just horrendous. And I thought, okay, this is a chance for the Brewers Okay, if they can sweep Baltimore after they won the first two games, beat Baltimore, and then go into a three-game series with Oakland, at the very least, take two of three. The very least, take two of three. All right, you might stumble once in there, and you're like eight, nine games over the 500 mark. I didn't expect this, and it was brutal to watch this weekend. And I was mentioning on the podcast yesterday, if you didn't hear me. Yeah, sometimes this team is not fun to watch. I went out there, paid paid money to sit and it just another game. I just kept on thinking they were going to come back and win. We're going to get to all that coming up next. My name is Chuck Freeman, a uh, host of lockdown brewers. Great to be with you. Uh, thank you everybody out there for joining us. You everydayers out there, Google, Spotify, Apple, you follow us on, on all the podcasts, uh, downloads, uh, the audio version. And of course on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the little uh, bell there. And it's going to alert you every time. We drop an episode, Locked on Brewers. Find us on YouTube. Please subscribe. Love hearing from you. Ran into a lot of you guys out at the ballpark today. I mean, it was a great day to be out there outside the final score and the way that thing was going, but you know, bad weather in Milwaukee, cold, and yet you know, fans came out. What better to do in Milwaukee on a day like that than go to AmFam Field with the worst team in baseball? Well, supposedly the worst team of baseball, the Oakland A's. I didn't really believe it after I saw that on Sunday. So, um, longtime sports talk show host in Milwaukee, morning sports anchor at 1310 WIBA in Madison, and been covering the Brewers for AP Radio for over 40 years. We're going to get a preview on this Twins series coming up as well. Uh, the Brewers start a first of two games with the Twins. We're going to talk to Brandon Warren from Lockdown Twins coming up here in a little bit. Get his... Uh, view on the series, see how, what's going on with the Twins, because the Twins are 33-33 and 33 in first place. Sounds similar to another team that we know. Uh, we'll get to that coming up here a little bit. But first, this game today. My gosh. 8-6 losers to the Oakland A's. Now they got off to a lead early on, 2-0, and I think this is going to be the Brewers' day. And then Freddie Peralta gives up two, run, two homers in the fourth inning, and the game completely turns around. 2 nothing went to 4-2 quickly. And eventually, the A's took an 8-3 lead in the ninth inning. Brewers made a hell of a rally in the bottom of the ninth inning. First time in a while that they actually showed some offensive life. Had the winning run at the plate. Blake Perkins bounced out to end the game. 
I'd say if he would have hit a home run there or cleared the bases and then eventually scored, the Brewers would have put a six spot in the bottom of the ninth inning. That place would have come unglued. Half of the people had left already, though. Half of the people had exited. There were a handful of people there. <laughs> After Oakland put up three runs at the top of the ninth to take a 8-3 lead, it was mass exodus. People leaving. Nobody stayed around. We did. We always stayed at the end. And, um, yeah. How futile was that? They put better at-bats together today. They had the leadoff man on several innings. Didn't get him in. Were out hitting. I believe they out hit the, the A's for the day. I mean, for a while, the Twins had five runs on four hits. Okay? And the Brewers were out hitting these guys. That somehow were trailing on the scoreboard. And uh, Freddie Peralta... Um, again, I'm not going to blame it on the pitching staff. Gave up eight runs. Strzelecki was not good in the ninth inning. I get that. And I'm not going to name the, uh, or I'm not going to uh, blame the interim manager for the day, Pat Murphy, for go, for not going to Williams in the top of the ninth inning. Five, three game, didn't go to Williams. I'm okay with that. I am. He had an off day. I get it. That's not the reason why they lost. Strezlecki is not the reason they lost. Sure, the Brewers came with three in the bottom of the ninth inning, but just clutch hitting, failing to tack on to that 2 nothing lead. And when Oakland blew by them, Brewers added one run, made it 4-3, but nothing else. And you look at that lineup again today, Rowdy Telez was not in there. And Rowdy, Rowdy is not playing like an everyday player. I remember that streak he went in earlier in the year. Uh, Rowdy went in for a brief, a brief streak, but it's been like it's been like months since he's at a home run. Okay, you got to have a power source in there somewhere, and he's just not the guy doing it. Owen Miller played first base. I'm good with that. One hit, two hits. You got to have Owen Miller in the lineup every day, and if it means playing first base and Rowdy taking a seat, okay. All right. I'm just not overwhelmed with Rowdy Telez like a lot of people are. Oh, Rowdy Telez, because he's hit a couple of big home runs. I'm just not overwhelmed with him being my first baseman. Never have been. Still not. Okay? Just not. Just not. They brought him over here from Toronto to be a platoon guy anyway at first base. But he's the best available guy they got at first base. Owen Miller, I like him better, though, at first base. I'll take Owen Miller at first base. Two for five. He struck out twice, batting 315. I'll take Owen Miller. I know I'm going to get good at basketball and Miller every time he's at the plate. Joey Weimer, I think we jumped the gun a little quick. You know, Joey had that one week, and suddenly he went from ninth to like fifth to second in the order. Joey, a heart of the order guy already, based on one strong week. But again, I get it. Who else are you going to put there? William Contreras went 0 for 4. Adamas had two hits today. Yelich leadoff home run, bat at fifth. Uh, you know, Blake Perkins had a couple of hits. But offensively, yeah, they looked a little better. But you still got to beat the Oakland A's. I nearly went down to the casino 
laid it all on the line thinking the Brewers are, are going to win this game. There's no way they're going to get swept by the Oakland A's. And I was driving down 94. I thought, nah, I better not do that. You never know what these guys. Whew, thank God. Thank God. Thank God I still got a place to live in it tonight. Because I, I, there's no way I would have ever guessed Oakland to come in and sweep a three-game series. Not at all. Just disappointing. All right. We'll come back. We'll take some of your tweets. We're uh, going to get to uh, an interview, too. Brandon Warren is going to join us from Lockdown Twins. His team is 33-33 and 33 and in first place of the American League West, not having a very good year, offensively struggling. They're in first place because nobody in the division has played all that great. Get to Brandon Warren coming up here in a little bit. On Lockdown Brewers, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, we are your team every day. Thank you, all you everydayers out there on the various platforms, Google, Spotify, and hitting us up on Twitter as well. Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D, YouTube, Lockdown Brewers. Hit the subscribe button there. Brewers do not have a game on Monday. Off day Monday. They resume on Tuesday in Minnesota. 705 with that first pitch. Brewers and Twins Tuesday. Get to every pitch of the Brewers hometown broadcast. Sirius XM, the SXM app. Search Brewers and the Brewers and Twins. All 162 games right there on Lockdown Brewers on, on, on Sirius XM. And our great relationship with uh, Sirius XM getting all Major League Baseball, all the Major League you want right on Sirius XM. All right, we're coming right back and uh, talk some Twins baseball. The Brewers there for a two-game set. Night game Tuesday, afternoon game on Wednesday. That's next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. Joining us right now, we go across the border. Brandon, the people's champ, Warren. Lockdown Twins joining us right now. Brandon, appreciate you taking time. Oh, we got a little two-game. Usually it's a three-game series between the two teams. A little two-game series coming up. But, uh, you know, I've been kind of watching you guys as well. And and 33 and 33 in first place. Seems like you're going through some offensive problems. People are frustrated with your team right around the 500 mark. But the common denominator with both of our teams, we're struggling, but we're still in first place. Yeah, both the central divisions are wars of attrition right now. For whatever reason, I know the Cardinals got off to a really brutal start. Pirates got off to a strong start. Some flip-floppage there. Cubs not really sure what their identity is. I think the Twins actually broke the Cubs, I might add, because the Twins set a three-game series record at Target Field for runs scored against the Cubs. So you're welcome. Those guys are broken. But, yeah, this should be a fun, quick two-gamer. I honestly don't even really know what to make a two-game series because – you either sweep, you split, or you get swept. It's there's so much going on. Yeah, just uh, just odd midweek because the Brewers have an off day Monday, an off day Thursday, two games in Minnesota, and then they come back on Friday to continue a homestand. Just just really odd. So what's been the story with you guys? I mean, is, is it just been offense? Because I, I see sometimes, you know, the numbers aren't there. And I looked at some of the box scores. Nobody really hitting on that team. That's basically it. The pitching staff has been exceptional, especially the starters. You've seen basically the same seven guys make starts that have all season long, and they've done a nice job. Bailey Ober, if you look at his numbers, and you'll see him on Wednesday, you're like, wow, this guy wasn't in the rotation to start the season. Mm -hmm. And exactly, that's 
that's kind of the case. And then the bullpen has been so-so, fairly good. You know, you look at the ERA, they're like top 10 in a bunch of categories, but they seem to have kind of blow-ups in the biggest possible spots, including against the Blue Jays on Sunday when Emilio Pagan did Emilio Pagan things. Yeah. So they have the horses just right now. They all seem to be kind of running in opposite directions. Byron Buxton, I, I love his game. Can never seem to stay healthy, Brandon. Uh, he got hurt last week. I hit with a pitch, the ribs. Uh, are we going to see him at all in this series? He, he's not having a very good year. He's batting like 222. Yeah, it's probably going to be, I, I would suspect he'll be activated sometime for the series and Joey Gallo as well. So it could be a completely different set of faces than we saw in Toronto. But I think Buxton is close and it's been weird. So I recently ran numbers for hitters one, two, and three in every order of all of baseball. And the Twins had the lowest batting average of all 30 teams. Now, if you think about it, they've had Max Kepler and Joey Gallo bat near the top. That makes sense. Carlos Correa, tough season. That makes sense. And then Byron Buxton, not much of a batting average guy, but he's been up and down, up and down. And he kind of goes through these heaters where he's, you can't get him out. And then he goes two for 20 right after it. So mm-hmm. he's just kind of up and down. And who knows when he comes back? Hopefully he's up. Maybe not for the Brewers case, but hopefully for the Twins case, he is up because Carlos Correa is also heating up. Yeah. If you had to pick one guy, though, to be in that, uh, from the offense, to be an all-star this year, I mean, Joey Gallo, been injured, batting below 200, got 11 home runs, I believe. Who would you be your all-star from this team? If you had that right now. Offensively, it'd be hard to pick one. I mean, Alex Kirilov is pretty much the only one hitting and he missed the start of the season with a wrist. He's, he's missed time for over multiple seasons with a wrist, uh, but he's gotten on base over 400. He's driving the ball pretty good, taking his walks. But it's pretty uh, it's pretty damning, if I can say that word on air, uh, that the Twins have this guy as their potential all-star if they were to pick an offensive player. I think it's going to be all pitchers. And, mm-hmm. yeah, Gallo would be in that mix too, but I don't know. He's hitting under 200. I'm not sure they'd send him to uh, – where is it this year? Is it uh, L.A. or I'm trying to remember. I can't even remember for sure. I think it's L.A. All-Star game? Yeah. Uh, Seattle? Oh, no, you're right. Seattle, yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Seattle. Uh, I don't know why I was thinking. Uh, I think L.A. was last year. I think LA, L- L- they have L- in L.A. every five years. They don't like to go to cities like Minnesota and and Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, they don't like to do All-Star games, professional sporting events, big events, crown jewel events. Somehow they don't like to come up to the upper Midwest like this. They don't. Well, know we might get WrestleMania. There's a rumor. So, what? Yep. Keep your uh, keep your. Just eyes when I stopped watching wrestling. Exactly. And just when the Million Dollar Man was in town last weekend. <laughs> Can't sync it all up, I guess. Oh no. Um. Oh, that'd be great in, in the U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That'd be cool. Uh, this division. I mean, do you think this division is going to get any better? I mean, it's kind of been like the NL Central over the years, where. You know, it's just you, know, you looked at some of the teams, you know, Cleveland, the White Sox are struggling. Uh, as I mentioned, 33 and 33 atop the division. You think anybody's going to have a little separation? I think it's the Twins are as far as the most talented team in the division. Mm-hmm. I look at that Guardians offense and one through nine, I just can't buy into it. It's Jose Ramirez who's struggling. Um, Josh Naylor's pretty good. But then after that, you know, Josh Bell's been real bad. Yeah. Ahmed Rosario bad. Jimenez bad. I just don't buy it with the Guardians, and beyond that, none of those other teams have a chance. The White Sox, I think, dug themselves too much of a hole. I know it's four and a half games, but um, Liam Hendricks going on the IL, not looking like 
he'll be back anytime soon, which is too bad because that's a really good story. Um, no, I, I think it's the Twins division to lose by far. But if they can't get out of their own way, that matters. So, you know, I think what's going to happen is they're going to win 83 games. It's going to be the ugliest division win since the, well, I guess 1994 they didn't have a division winner. But all all the teams in the AL West were under 500 that year. But then I think the Twins will win a playoff game and maybe even a series. And then Twins fans won't have any idea what to complain about. I was cheering for you guys a couple of years ago when you were in that series with the Astros. I, I, in fact, I was betting yeah. on the Twins every game in that series. I'm like, man, unreal. Just uh, didn't show up. No, no, not at all. Uh, you know, on the mound of Tuesday, Pablo uh, Lopez against the Brewers. I, I mean, former Maryland, uh, Marlin, I liked him when he was with Miami. I mean, look at his numbers, his uh, win-loss total. I mean, want to look at that. Not great when he was with Miami. ERA was not bad. But I always thought he had some pretty good stuff. Yeah, he has shown really good velocity. Sitting about 95. He's touched 98 a couple times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now with the new pitch classification of a sweeper, which is, you know, some kind of hybrid between a slider, curveball, whatever, cutter. Uh, he's thrown a lot of those and has had some success. And then the pitch that I really love, and I love it in general too, because it's really hard to beat the aesthetics of a really nice looking changeup. This changeup is very, very good. So when he pitches and mixes and matches the way he wants to, he's extremely difficult. But with that said, you know, he had a stretch after he signed his extension, oddly enough, where he had like an ERA of almost six for like seven or eight starts. So he seems to be coming back into form. And who knows, maybe it'll be at the expense, too, of the Brewers, who I understand just got swept. Yeah, painfully, by the Oakland A's. Took me a couple hours before I did this podcast because I had to simmer down just like Saturday night's game. Brandon Mm -hmm. Warren joining us from Locked On Twins here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Chuck Freeman from Locked On Brewers. Two more things. You know, I don't look at this rivalry, if you want to call it that, Brewers-Twins, and it's been going back since they were both in the American League together when the Brewers were there, like the like the Packers Vikings. Packer Vikings families hate each other mm-hmm. uh, when they play each other. Not so much with the Twins. It's like uh, you know we don't the, the Twins don't bother me at all. I was mentioning before the podcast today. I said I mean I was I love those nine eighty seven and ninety one Twins teams. I'm I was all bored in those teams. It's a healthy rivalry as opposed <laughs> to Bears Packers or Dodgers Giants Yankees Red Sox. Those are great mm-hmm. rivalries, but debatable if they're healthy and actually funny story i watched a youtube game the other day and it was scott erickson in 1994 no hitting the brewers and i grew up that was kind of like the first year i watched baseball so um a lot of fun a little bit of lore uh brian harper playing right field which i didn't remember and a lot of fun stuff like that and i tell you what i thought john jaha could really hit back in those days he was short-lived career john yeah. jaha yeah stay healthy i think no, one of the great names in no, he couldn't. One of the great names in Brewer history. All right, you guys don't have a roof on your stadium. All right, we we do here at Anfan Field. One of the best things that we've ever done as an organization, our team has ever done, put that roof on. People objected to it. Why doesn't Target Field have a roof? I know it's great and get beautiful nights in June, July, and August, but man, I see early season games in April scheduled for the Twin Cities, and I'm like, what? Yeah, 33 degrees and blustery. Oh. Nobody wants to play in that. Uh, it's, no. it, the reasons are twofold. Where they are, where they built it, the the blue, the footprint of the stadium wouldn't allow for a roof. Okay. And part of that was because they had had so many failed bids to get the funding that they just kind of passed it through as cheaply as they could in the sense that a roof would have been another, I think it was like $250 million, And they were already concerned about having the votes 
as is. So they had turned down a, a location by where there's a famous theater now, and then there was a couple other ones. And then literally that whole 2001 team played under the threat of contraction. So they're like, all right, no roof, let's do this. And then I think they yep. signed the bill in like 2006 for the stadium to open in 2010. And then when you go to 33 degree temperatures or the game's called off, you're like, what the heck, you know? Yeah, at least they got you for parking and maybe a beer or two. Yeah, no kidding. Um, is the weather supposed to be okay up there for fans from uh, Wisconsin traveling up to the Twin Cities? You know, it seems to be, uh, I think it's going to be hot, if I okay. recall correctly. Like Nothing wrong with that. Eight, uh, 80s, 90s, so it's going to be warm. Oh. It was a little chilly, a little breezy here this weekend, but yeah, uh, yeah it's going to be steamy. Brandon, thanks for taking some time out. Anytime. We'll, we'll talk to you down the road. Brandon Warren from Locked On Brewers. I'm Chuck Freeman on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're coming right back after this. All right. Welcome back to Locked On Brewers on the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Uh, thank you very much, everybody out there, for joining us. Our show is brought to you in part by eBay Motors. eBay Motors. Been telling you about eBay Motors. The Great sponsor here, and, you know, eBay, I'm a big-time user of eBay, but for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. Same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. You know how that works. And So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure every part fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage. Look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, get the right fit, and the right prices as well. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Chuck Freeman here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Thank you, all you everydayers out there following us along on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are the number one Brewers download on the internet. And the Brewers and Twins pick it up, 7.05, coming up on Tuesday night. Brewers and Twins in the first of a three uh, two-game set. You know, it's just an odd series because the Brewers play have an off day Monday in Minnesota Tuesday and Wednesday. Wednesday afternoon, come home to an off day on Thursday, and then Friday start up a, a series with the Pittsburgh Pirates. But yeah, having two off days and a short trip to Minnesota, the players got to love that. You know, the players really, really have to love that. But you know, you can catch every one of the broadcasts on SiriusXM, the SXM app. Search Brewers, Brewers and Twins six forty coming up on Tuesday night. And a lot of you guys are out there taking. Some time off this week from work, heading up to Target Field. As Brandon talked about there, the weather should be pretty good. So you got the night game, the day game. So really you have to stay up. You could drive up Tuesday, watch the game Tuesday, stay overnight Tuesday night, watch the game Wednesday afternoon, and then drive home and be back to work Thursday if you want. Where the heck with work? Don't even go. All right. I was out at the ballpark today, and I'll tell you, uh, I love – the fact that they do this autograph day for for fans, kids, you know, kids go down or get autographs. They got the players. I mean, it was the Abraham Torres and the Seuss's of the world and guys like that, but that's okay. My kid doesn't care. Ken Sanders, the former brewer, 
He was like the first reliever in Brewer history, Ken Sanders. Good friend, good guy, great golfer. But I told my son, I said, man, go down to the West Dallas Athletic Club and get Kenny's autograph if you want. Instead of standing in line, Rowdy was there. Rowdy's line was huge. Rowdy's line was four times bigger than anybody else's. Wanted to go to the ceiling experience. Couldn't go there. We got inside the ceiling experience, and the door that lets you out, someone threw up outside that door. So she comes in right before the film's going to start and says, everybody, we're not going to be able to show any more showings today until the cleanup crew cleans up. Someone got sick outside the door over here. And I was like, gosh, I hope Bud's not cleaning it up. Or someone didn't throw up on Bud. But, yeah, missed my first silly experience in a while. It's like a rain out. It's like a rain out in a dome. All right. Enjoy your day off, everybody, Monday. We need it. Those three games against the Oakland A's, attack on that game against Baltimore on Thursday when he lost that one. Hasn't been easy for the Brewer fans as of late. Falling out of first place. Our team is stumbling along. Yeah, still right there. And I don't want to think, you know, I saw Willie Adamas' comment after the game. Well, this is a baseball season. You have some ups and you down, you have some downs and you ups and downs. Well, I mean, offensively, you've been down all year for the most part. I don't like look at it that way. You know, this, this baseball jargon. Oh, we have our ups and you have your downs. Right now we're going through our downs. So, no, no. You've been going through your downs all season long. The whole team at the plate. And they're just lucky they're in a bad division. All right, everybody. Locked on Brewers. I'm Chuck Freeman on Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Have yourself a great Monday, everybody.